We are we are live in Ertech 2022, day two, night two. It's Stratigraph and friends that are inviting us out to network, to invite us out to just kind of let loose, let the day go. We talked about putting in all this effort all day long. You're looking at the technical papers, you're reading, you're listening to all this new information. Okay, you did your job today. Now just let loose and meet new people, shake new hands. Well, who, what are we excited about? What's really happening in the industry? What are you actually working on that's making a difference for your company, that's providing value, that's generating wealth? You know, that those are the conversations that happen at the network event. And you are one of the friends of Stratograph that helped put on this event, PetroLearn. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, so please, sir, introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about PetroLearn. Yeah, uh, thank you for the podcast. So, uh, first of all, I'm really happy to be part of uh, the friends here. So, a <laughs> uh, uh, very interesting event and a lot of uh, attendees. Um, uh, my name is Hamid Sarouche. I'm the uh, CEO of PetroLearn. Uh, by background, I'm a uh, subsurface engineer. I've been working uh, in the oil and gas industry for the last 25 years, and more recently on uh, focus on geothermal energy and ah. carbon storage. Uh, uh, our company PetroLearn is a uh, technology and consulting company uh, focusing on subsurface solutions like uh, green, clean solutions for uh, oil and gas to basically make it cleaner and for carbon storage and geothermal energy to basically we are developing enabling uh, technologies to, to make, uh, to accelerate the movement toward uh, clean energy. Did so, you start PetroLearn? Uh, yes. You started PetroLearn? Yes, yes. So what was your vision for PetroLearn? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I, I work in the industry for, for a long time. Okay. I, I work for service companies, for oper operators. Oh, and, wow. Uh, along this way, I was facing many challenges uh, for, you know, oil and gas production, for uh, other subsurface operations. And uh, kind of, you know, when you when you are working as an employee, you cannot really try to push for providing solutions for Ch the yeah. challenges that you like to work on. Right. right? So that was a great motivation for me to basically uh, try to make a change, address those challenges that I sense them myself and uh, have the freedom to what basically whatever we want and yeah. select the challenges, provide the solutions and yeah. go to the industry and try <laughs> to help them. Right. Wow. <laughs> so right freedom, on. flexibility. Wow. Right on. That's that's really cool. I, I want to come back to that. What was your name again? I didn't catch the Hamid Surush. Yeah. Hamid. Yes. Surush. Salush. Surush. Yeah. Hamid Salush. Yeah. Hamid Salush. Thank you. Uh, Ma'am, your name, your introduction. Hi, I'm Carrie Pellers. I'm the Director of Business Development for PetroLearn. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So please explain elevator pitch. You know, what is PetroLearn? So PetroLearn is an exciting space and I had a hard time hearing him because we're having such a good time here. Yeah. So forgive me if I'm a little repetitive. Uh, but it's certainly the bridge between traditional hydrocarbons and the renewable space. So taking a look at what technologies exist, what expertise exists, and what we can look at from the information we have from the subsurface from 100 years in this industry, That's right? right? And be able to make some more money with geothermal and carbon capture and all right. the new wonderful things that are coming. Wow. And so as BD of PetroLearn, you know, what's typically the client? Who's who's coming to PetroLearn? Like, who are you at? Like, who are you wanting to network with? Like, who's the perfect client? That's a fantastic question because really it's a spectrum of people. Oh man. So partnering with service companies and helping them with their technology development, okay. helping them understand some of those resources. It could be a sovereign entity, a government, okay. right? Where we're really looking at their thermal profile and the geothermal opportunity there. Yeah. 
and it could be a super major, right? And helping them develop and understand some of the carbon capture opportunities. Yeah, so right it's, on. it's a great space to be in. Right on. And it's it's yeah. really focused on the, the technical side of kind of the problems that we're facing, the problems that come up on in the subsurface problems or is it also the political side of things is is it everything about it or is it most no of the we, we are mainly technical okay. company we don't we don't bother with the politics yeah you can't control uh, it really yeah, yeah you got to work look with at it technical side of energy transition from oil and gas to clean energy right. and uh, mainly subsurface focus yeah uh and yeah i mean uh, we have technologies that basically uh try to you know uh, convert you know uh, oil and gas assets existing wells to, yeah. to basically for for clean energy production to help that's, oil companies to transition smoothly to our well that's you know, that's really really interesting I, I imagine the the marketing of the company you know we're we're talking about the transition from you know, it's a reliable and it's a re pretty repeatable process of getting oil and gas out of the ground that generates a lot of electricity it's the foundation of energy for countries like it's a very strong foundation there we're saying okay it's there's a lot of byproduct to this process and if we can create a new way to generate that electricity and electrify the planet that doesn't have so much byproduct then that seems more efficient that seems like a logical target to go after where do what are you actually seeing developing the the fastest and and seems to be like maybe that that real uh, that real supply that we need from solar, wind, or hydrothermal, like our geothermal. What, which part? Oh, that thing's really coming at me. Sorry. There we go. Strap that thing back, huh? What are you trying to do here? <laughs> uh, sorry. Back back to my question though was. And I'll try to reframe it to be a little more uh, specific. So, so we have oil and gas. We know it's a foundation. We have a stable energy, and we're relying on that to develop the new thing. And we know that. And there's a lot of options. There's a lot of new things. So in your opinion, in the next three to five years, where do you see the growth of that next renewable energy or that alternative energy that's really going to provide you know, what we need in, this, in our infrastructures? What are you seeing? Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh our choice of uh, clean energy source is geothermal, definitely, okay. and for many reasons. No, it, it's very reliable. It's 24/4. Uh, now, uh, baseload. Uh, it, it is basically very close to oil and gas that we have experienced. All the core capabilities that uh, we experience in oil and gas. I mean, it's applicable to geothermal it's a, energy. Yeah, transferring skills. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, actually easy transfer from oil and gas yeah. to geothermal. And it can be combined with oil and gas still and uh, try to help oil and gas cleaner. But uh, another topic that we are really uh, focused on is, is one of the challenges. You know, these days people talk about batteries, how to uh, store energy, right? right. Uh, as one of the challenges that one of the shortcomings of solar and wind, because there's no wind, there's no wind energy. There's no, sure. I mean, sun, there's no sun, there's uh, solar. Right. So we need to develop technologies to for long-term energy storage. Storage. And the longest, you know, battery technologies we have is just I don't know four hours, six hours, ten right. hours. Right. So we are developing technologies to convert subsurface rock formations to batteries, and those are long-term batteries. Like we are talking about uh, more than one thousand 
hours, like six months, one year. Wow, these graphene energy. batteries? What kind of batteries are these? You know, what we do, we basically pick up the excess energy from solar and wind uh -huh. in the season that they have excess energy. Yeah. And it will be curtailed and waste, if not stored. Right. We basically convert that to thermal energy by heating water, like, and then uh -huh. inject the water into you now permeable formation down there. I see. And then I when see. we need them, we, we, we produce the heat and we convert it to electricity, right? I so see. it's I a see. very viable, very, I mean, uh, scalable uh, yeah. and long-term battery solution yeah. that we are heavily working on and we are really waiting for to uh, to apply to the field and sure. demonstrate the capability. So sure. we're talking to, to many you know, partners and investors to, to make it happen. So. Okay. So is it private equity backed a company? No, we are, we are standalone, we are cash uh, positive. So basically, we uh, fund our research projects, uh, number one, through our consulting services, and uh -huh. secondly, through uh, funding from government, like Department of Energy, ah, NSF. Right. Yeah. Grants, yeah. those things. Yeah. And as far as that same question, do you, are you seeing the same thing as business development? Are you hearing the same thing? Are you talking to clients that are saying, yeah, it, it seems logical. We're, we're Oil and gas is there. There's a well sitting out there that's got bottom hole temperature that makes sense geothermally. It's already there. Right, that's a that's a logical next step towards a, a, a an energy that is less of a byproduct. I, I like that. I haven't really heard that and had that concept until tonight. I, I it makes sense. That's that's an immediate. It's there. What else do you see as BD and in, in the future I, of this? I think the other thing that certainly the oil and gas industry is interested in is the low carbon. Right, sure. It's really taking existing infrastructure and what we do today with hydrocarbon production and finding ways to make it more of a low carbon solution. So how do we help them do that into that next step and yeah. figure out yeah. more and interesting ways? Because we're not going to get away. We in the industry know we're not going to get away from oil and gas in the right. foreseeable future, right? right? So how do we do that in a more um, green and effective yeah. way and, and economic, right? It's got to make economic sense because there's a lot of conversation out there today about here's what we should do but it has no foundation in making that profitable yeah. and sustainable. Yeah. So yeah. that's a big piece. It's illogical, right? right. It, you're right. That's right. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. It's very interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining the PBE podcast. I, I'm excited about PetroLearn. I appreciate what you do, the effort you put into this and your vision and now seeing it like you're living that vision. You're living a dream, uh, but it's real and, and we're rooting for you. I'm, I'm really excited about PetroLearn. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you very much for the Thank time. You. Yeah. Thank you. Right on.